Welcome to the Spanish Arpada. I'm Sarah. And I am Peter. In this series, Yo El Rey, we are ranking and reviewing all of the rulers of Spain, from Leo Vigil to Felipe the Sixth. Join us as we learn about each ruler and then rank them in the categories of conquistadores. I'm guessing this involves violence. No me digas. Let's think about how that went. Yeah. Uh... Ortodoxia. Oh, he was f***ing off his parents, I'm sure. El resto. And then decide whether they deserve to sign the fuero with their signature, Yo El Rey, or whether we tell them, fuera. where we are passing judgment on all of the kings and emperors of France, from Clovis to Napoleon III. Who will be selected as the creme de la creme, and who will be sent to the guillotine? Je m'appelle Ben Clark. And I'm Eliza Summers. And bon fête nationale! Happy Bastille Day! Woo! Woo! Eat some croissants and baguettes to celebrate. Just after this episode comes out, it'll be the national holiday of France on the 14th of July. To celebrate this... We have no French history, <laughs> because it's also <laughs> our one year anniversary. So Whee! we're having, yes. So what you're about to hear is uh, a sort of round table between us and two other Rexypods, that's podcast inspired by Rex Factor, that started around the same time as us last year. So it's like all of our one year anniversary. So this is Lucy and Michelle from Tudoriferous, and Matt and Eric from Ranking 76. Their podcast will be linked in the description and there'll be more about them on the WordPress page. So, yeah. So if you haven't checked them out, check them out. So before we get started, I want to say thanks to our new patrons. So we've, we've had loads of patrons join since we recorded Henry the First, which is our last episode. So we're now up Yay. from seven patrons to 15 patrons. Woo! Which is amazing, because we only have three bonus episodes on the Patreon. Um, Aw, thanks, guys. We've also simplified the Patreon tiers, because, like, there were two of them that nobody was signing up for. So we now just have Nosebleed Section, Economy Plus, and VIP Box. At Economy Plus and above, you get access to all the bonus content. And VIP, Mm -hmm. you get, like, special recommendation privileges. Privileges. Yes. So now I'm going to say thank you individually to all the patrons who have joined since our last recording. So in the nosebleed section, we have Vabdico2, um, and we have Elspeth. Yay! Yay, hello, thank you. And in Economy Plus, we have Kaz, Heather, Ashley, Michael, Quinn, and Carrie. Yay! That's all the new patrons, but of course we always want to thank our VIP box patrons, Roberto, Adrian, yes. and Courtney. Thank you to the three of you. You are the best people mm-hmm. possibly in the world. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But we still very much love our viewers, even if you aren't on Patreon. <laughs> yes, you're all still part of the angry mob, even if you don't get special seating. You stand in the crowd. Yes. Just so listeners know, I also want to do another episode where we read out reviews, but there aren't enough reviews. So we need more. <laughs> Give us some nice reviews. 
Yeah, particularly if you're on Apple Podcasts, because that really helps the algorithm sort of pick us up. Um, yeah, we don't have to reread my mum's review again. <laughs> yes. But don't, yeah, don't just leave stars. Leave us a written review. Written review means more to the algorithm than just giving stars. Even if it's just like, good job, or they yeah. were okay, we'll take it. And uh, that's all. That's all we have to say. Enjoy Let us the begin. episode. Okay, so I'm not entirely sure how this is going to work. I basically just have a list of topics. We should start by introducing ourselves. I mean, Eliza and I, we can record a separate intro saying, yes. you know, explaining what the episode is. So we don't have to worry about that. So Eliza, I won't introduce you because you will have already been introduced. So you're being oh, left out. I'm not of the important <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, but you'll introduce yourself before everyone else. So you are Because I'm better than you all. Well. <laughs> uh, hello uh this is eric from ranking 76 matt and i are ranking 76 heroes and villains of the american west and i'm matt of the matt and eric <laughs> yeah. yes and for our listeners basically uh, uh eric is the uh the me and matt is the eliza Am I getting that right? <laughs> yes. Equivalent. Yes. However, yeah. we've talked about switching roles one episode, and that would be his. I would love it. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I think it has to happen. We've tiptoed towards it as well. But um, yes. yes. And also joining us are Michelle and Lucy of Tutoriferous. Yes. Hello. I'm Michelle from Tutoriferous. Ah, I can't even say it. <laughs> I'm Michelle from Tudoriferous. And I'm Lucy from Tudoriferous. And we're ranking all the everybody that lived between yeah. 1485 <laughs> and 1609. <laughs> Literally everybody. We're just ranking the 15th yes. century. Literally. <laughs> That's what it's ending up being. We thought originally it was just going to be the Tudors pretty much in London or if you were going to be in any way involved in some of the politics. Mm -hmm. And then for some reason we decided to put in the royals of the other countries and then it just kept on going. Spiraled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, at first we were like, it's going to take seven years to get through it. But with the rate we're going, it's probably going to be 40. <laughs> And speaking of roles, uh, you two do something different where you sort of alternate who's the expert and who's the um, Learner. reactor, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, Lucy's an author. I want to put that out. <laughs> oh. <Very> Unpublished. Nice. <laughs> Unpublished. Putting all of us to shame. <laughs> Great. I was just thinking. <laughs> it's not a proper job. I'm and never going to share my notes with you. You would be, your head would explode. <laughs> And I actually have a degree in history, which is funny. <laughs> I have a degree in history, too. Um, Me, too. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> how I ended up down this nerdy rabbit hole <laughs> in the first That is place. not at all how I ended up down this rabbit hole. <laughs> no, I, no, I've got one in very, very, very ancient history because it's in, it's in geology. So Mine's really in primary stuff. education. Eliza and I did meet in a history class, though. We yeah, we did. In a first year Greek myth class. Mythology, yeah. Yes, Greek and Roman myth. That was myth. good. Remember the crazy professor? He was so weird. Don't put this in, <laughs> but I'm a bit of a weirdo, so I decided to just stay we in all? school for a really long time. Yeah. I um, so I actually have five degrees 
in history. Damn! Wow. What are the others? Uh, Okay, so we got psychology, geology, geography with environmental sciences, uh, honors, and then French. And oh, what was the other one? Oh, fine arts. You are (laughs) smart cookie. But also at the same time, I really worry about your debt. How much is that (laughs) costing? Uh, Well, I've also (laughs) then got diplomas in project management, health and safety. And yeah, I'm an esthetician as well. Wow. Um, I just wanted to always be in school. The only reason I stopped was because my husband threatened to leave me. (laughs) I'm done with this. He's like, I'm sick of being married to a student. Yeah. Is tertiary education free in Canada? No, not at all. So um, I worked my way full-time and part-time while doing all that. So I left with $75,000 in student debt, but my very first project management job paid it off in seven months. Oh, Oh, damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, don't Never put any of that in. No, I've I've like I've now like this entire episode could be about Michelle's degrees because I'm so no. interested to learn more. No, um, cut all that. Cut that. <laughs> yes. But yes, of course, getting back on track. The thing that unites mm-hmm. us all is that we are Rexipods. We are podcasts yes. who are inspired by the format of Rex Factor and its various offspring podcasts. Um, <laughs> growing every day <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so how what do we think is is a is a good definition for what a rexipod is for those who might not know oh it's so variable some are biography based well most are biography based i guess now um biography based yeah. podcasts where you end up picking factors and then you rate them based ranking on those factors and they end up with a rank right. yeah i just tell people we tell their life story and then we just rate them based on our categories right. yeah i just always mention the word scandal and everyone's like "Ooh, interesting Ooh. <laughs> see we were told when we signed up or we weren't told uh Graham and ali asked us if we could not use their ratings so we picked ones yeah. that had nothing to do with what they were so we don't have a scandal round oh, yeah we kind of just similar. took their same ratings and kind of took and just gave and, French and names. <laughs> yeah and just gave them different <laughs> names which um you know because we're yeah. working with rulers of a similar time period who rule a similar country it's like it's hard not to do the same thing yeah, yeah. Um, so they yeah. kind of let us do it <laughs> nice yeah. And then Ranking 76, so you guys also have very different rounds. Yeah, ours came out of, I wanted to do something completely different. So, like, there's a lot of, like, there's talking a lot of rulers, but I wanted, like, the other side of that coin, maybe kind of the the really dirty average American-ish. Not really, I guess, but, like, more of that tone. So, and then just trying to have fun with it there. So, like, a lot of our rounds, so, like, our first round is actually a quote by Wild Bill Hickok. It's called, Are You Satisfied? It's just our biography round. Mm. Basically, if they were a Western, did we like their movie? Would they be the hero? We would give them a positive score. If they were a villain, we would give them a negative score and then kind of go from there. Right. Like, that's what we were talking about with that first round, though. Like, if we were going to their movie, did we enjoy the movie? Like, would we buy, like, a ticket to that movie? Mm. That's kind of what we think when we decide whether or not to guillotine them, which is what we do at the end. (laughs) I just pay some whether I like them or not. Ben is all serious, and I'm just like, ooh, la di da da. Yeah, like Ben's all like analytical, being like, oh, got it to before we say, and I'm just like, do I like them enough? So should they live or die? 
Yeah, so when we, it's it's quite funny when we get, when we do someone like Louis the Pious, who's very well regarded by a lot of historians, Eliza's like, nah, he's a prude, I don't like him. And then we get to somebody like uh, Dagobert, who is- Has a great name. Very obscure, but he has like a fun (laughs) poem about him and he has a fun name. So Eliza's like, yeah. He's up in the if they have a good name, it really helps them getting a point. <laughs> it really does. Odo as well. Odo's one of those. Yeah, I love Odo. <laughs> well, that makes me feel nostalgic because I used to live in the Rue Dagobert in Pepinyang. So he obviously... <laughs> yes, he's got a lot of streets, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It, we're actually overlapping with you right now. I'm in the middle of researching Louis Twelfth. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm excited to see what our different takes are on those... <laughs> Tudor era French monarchs because they are that's that's our Venn diagram. Um, I just forget everything I learn about each king after I've we've done the episode. It's really bad. There's yeah. been a couple of times where we've forgotten the name of who we're working with. <laughs> well, Ben will mention remember. one, and I was like, we talked about that person. Yeah, I remember you asking whether we'd actually recorded a, a, an episode about um, John de la Pole, and you said we've recorded that one. I said yes, yes, we did. It. <laughs> We did. We talked about it for two hours, and then she forgot her own Philip. She, we went in, and she goes, "Oh wait, who am I speaking about?" That was awesome. I never have to worry about that because I just rely all on Ben. That was the deal (laughs) when I came into this. Ben was like, "I'll do it all. You can just like sit back." I was like, "Cool." And gradually, he's pulling me more in by being like, "Can you now do the Instagram? Can you now do the Facebook?" And he's slowly getting his tentacles in. I'm slowly, yeah. It it was very much a situation of, oh, this this leads to our next topic, I guess, Um, which is sort of what prompted us to start our our podcasts. I mean, really, for me, it was I was a fan of Rex Factor from like way back. Like Mm -hmm. I was listening to them. I'll I'll age myself here, but I was listening to them in high school, Um, (laughs) and uh, that's only eight years ago. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I, I'd, I'd always wanted to start a podcast, but I'd always been like, I can't think of any any original idea, basically. Like, I know I'm interested in French history. I want to talk about French history. Um, but then I discovered, during the pandemic, I discovered Totales Rankium and Pontifacts and how they'd t- taken this existing format and kind of changed it. And that kind of got my mind going of, maybe I could do the same thing. Um, and then, of course... Mm-hmm. Eliza is my Long best friend. Long for the ride. Uh, so, and she's always up for anything. So, I just yeah, I'm just like, like yes, end. okay. Unless it involves skydiving, I'll say no to that, or bungee jumping. But everything else, I'll say yes <laughs> yep. to. Yeah. So, Matt and Eric, what was your what was your impetus? Like, what was the catalyst that made you start? We'll be right back after this. The commander said, "Don't worry, I don't have the authority to kill you today." which was positive, for that day anyway. In 1993, Chris Moon was captured by the Khmer Rouge while clearing landmines in Cambodia. With survival probability low, Chris was brought in front of the boss. He was just given a local nickname, Mr. Clever. Hi, I'm Steve Windus, host of the Batting the Breeze podcast. I'd love you to check out how Chris survived, along with some other great human stories at battingthebreeze.com. Hopefully see you there. Uh, it was kind of it was the away. pandemic too. Uh, I did, and yeah. it really came from Totalis Rankium. I was I wanted to get back into history uh, just during the pandemic, and they gave me a chance to do it. And then I turned on the American Presidents and listened to it for ten minutes, and 
hated it for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> and then a couple days this later. Is, Jerry, I just, is this Jerry Landry's uh, American? No, no, no. This is uh, Rob and Jamie. So oh, right. first, oh, I, tried it. I sampled it on in the background and I was just like, you know what? This probably isn't for me. And then a couple days later, I was on a walk. I was like, you know what? Let's give these British guys one more time. And then I just, I just fell in love with the format, like their, their, uh, their cadence, all of it. Like I just, I fell in love with it. So it came from that. And then Especially when they the did accents. their live stream, yeah, <laughs> fell, yeah. fell into it. Um, the then when the, they did their live stream last year and I just, I remember just getting so excited about people talking history that I, I, I hung up from that. I was just obviously like an audience member. And I hung up from that and I just remember thinking like, I want to make people feel the way I feel right now. And that was kind of, well, what can I do then? Um, And then I was like, well, I've always liked the American West. Uh, I'd like to know more about the West. Let's just do that. And it's something completely different than what everyone else is doing. So let's just try it. And then I found a a metaphorical lasso and I got a hold of Matt, who is the biggest uh, (laughs) cartoon character I know. And, and yeah, what did you say when you were explaining it? Like, I always wanted to do a podcast too. So when Eric came to me, I was like, "Sure." Like, I listened to one of the episodes, um, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this is this sounds like a good idea." But then I said, "Why did you?" I think I asked him one day why he picked me, and he said, "What did you say?" You were like, "Not to sound, not to sound not mean, to sound, but you're like the biggest like doofus. You're, you're a lovable doofus. idiot. That's what it was. You're the biggest. <laughs> oh yeah, a lovable idiot. No, that's what it is." <laughs> I was like, Gee, yeah, dang. well, it's, <laughs> it's all about the scholar and the clown. Uh, I guess. Um. <laughs> and I would have been offended if you hadn't asked me. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have uh, introduced it as, do you want to be my clown? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I sort of, I, I, th- I think I sort of eased uh, Eliza into it sneakily because I, I, Remember once uh, when we were living together in the pandemic, I played you the Charles II episode, which was one of my favorite Rex Factor episodes. I don't, even I don't know if Eliza doesn't remember this. Um, but I played it for her and I was Wait, like, I this is a good podcast. I love this podcast. And she listened to it and she really, <laughs> we really enjoyed it. And we were like laughing together. And it was the first time I'd ever uh, listened to a podcast with someone, which was weird. But we just, I don't know. It just it was a nice experience. So I remembered that mm. when I was thinking of Eliza to join me. Yeah, it is a solitary thing, isn't it? When you're listening to a mm. podcast, I never thought about what it was. I always hear about like body. couples listening together in a car and I'm like, how does that work? Would you think? Yeah. Well, I suppose if they're driving. Or, yeah. yeah. I just, and if somebody else starts listening while you've, while you've got it on, you sort of feel responsible for it and. You're saying, oh, well, I hope they like it. Because, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hope they like it. In a way that you don't if something's come on the radio because it's not yeah. your domain. Right. I suppose it's it's kind of like a, when you bring some, like, I don't know if people go to a lot of stand-up comedy, but, like, if you're going to introduce someone into a new comic, like, you're really, like, parent it, are yeah. they laughing? I don't care if I'm laughing, but are they are they enjoying it? Because yeah. this is my fault. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I totally yeah. get that, yeah. So, Lucy and Michelle, what is your origin story your tragic backstory for your um, podcast it's a bit strange really isn't it it's, I don't, it's not like yes it is it's we don't know each other oh actually no actually i i think i know some of this i can't remember if it was on rex factor or Charles rankium but one of you had written into the podcast yeah, to, tell us to say you were looking for someone to do a rexy podcast. yeah lucy yes 
I, and I remember hearing that on the podcast and thinking like, oh, that would be fun. <laughs> but I didn't volunteer. But, uh... I got a few people, but it's it's an odd thing. If, if people don't listen to Rex Factor, it's difficult to explain to them. I mean, they'll understand the biographical bits. You talk about these people. But then you get to the ratings and then you say, and at the end you pit them against each other. And you got a sort of you get a look of why? Why do you want to do this? So I couldn't find anybody. I just don't mention the pinning against. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, I think that was. The I just like they'll discover that. So yes, but uh, luckily Michelle got in touch, and it's been all right, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that was a I long have to pause. say thank you to Lucy. It's been a crazy ride for me this last couple of years. I'm going through a few health things and she's been so patient with all the times that I'm like, I can't, oh. I just can't right now. <laughs> so yeah, total lucked out for me. <laughs> no, it's been um ideal really. I couldn't I couldn't have found anyone better, I don't think. So you basically got to pick. Like you got to pick your co host. So like what made yes, you what did, was there like an application or have, did you have them send like, you have video submissions <laughs> or how did that work? Some people, because I'm definitely the older end of the um, podcasting fraternity, I think. And some people were just very young and I thought, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work at all. Because it is a bit like computer dating in a way. And uh, so I, that's... I, I, yeah, I, it kind of was. We had a video yeah. meeting to finally decide if this was going to work. <laughs> was that never... <laughs> It was for right. me. At <laughs> least <laughs> like, I've already done it five times. <laughs> I'll tell you a few things about politics. And I thought if we got completely opposite politics, and that might be a bit difficult. And we think mm-hmm. think very differently about things. But mm-hmm. as it turned out, I think we're much the same. So that's worked out. Yeah, we, we're actually around cannily similar <laughs> in many yes, respects. Yeah. <laughs> On a lot but of things. I think things. we've both got this um, obsessive gene which is why we over research ludicrously for every person and then have to knock it back so that's worked. yes yeah. yeah like right now i'm trying to read 14th century french and guess what it's not the same as current french <laughs> <laughs> no it is not absolutely yeah uh, yeah i say that as somebody who's tried reading french without having a french degree oh what's hilarious is for 14th century french t- try putting your iPad over it with Google Translate and just watch it go ballistic. <laughs> I can imagine. It just totally flips out as it keeps changing the sentences. <laughs> I've had to do that for Latin a few times, though. Wow. Yeah, we really do over-research, I think. But then we get people saying that we're, that's what they like about it. I, I Honestly, it's what I really love about oh. it because <laughs> I, I feel like your podcast... I feel like your podcast is perfect for people like me who already know some stuff about the Tudors and like have watched the TV shows and and like have read maybe some books and want to get that extra deeper level that something like a history hit show is not going to give us without having to read a book, which I hate doing. (laughs) What I appreciate about it too is like, you know how you can sometimes listen to people and you're there, they sound very knowledgeable, but you're like, I feel like if I ask you this, a second level surface question, you're not going to know that answer. But like when I'm listening to Tudoriferous, there's no doubt they know the next question, that next question and four Mm. tangents after that. So like, I I do appreciate (laughs) that part of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think we got away with that then, Michelle. (laughs) Well, I feel I feel personally attacked by that, Eric, because that that is definitely me. <laughs> oh, 
Eliza will ask another question and I'll either be like, um, we don't know. We're just in a mysterious <laughs> way. So I'll just ask really random like, questions because that's me. Yeah, I do that to Eric too. There's been some times where Eric's like, you know, I didn't look that up because uh, I didn't yeah. really care to. You didn't even think to. Or he's asking like, um, we what were, we were talking about, I think it was Red Cloud. And he was asking about, well, what was like the uh, the maternal rights to a newborn child? Like just something like really, I'm like, I am not speaking for the Lakota. The other day I asked some Japanese, what does a tanuki sound like? Like the like raccoon dog. And then I basically gave all like four people I asked like sleepless nights as they're trying to think of what it sounded like and couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible for those obscure questions. Absolutely horrible. Really? Oh yeah, I'll turn over to my husband and just say something and he'll look at me and he's you've got the look in his face of where the hell did that come from and how are we going to find out? And then you go <laughs> to Google it. And obviously nobody else has googled it either and he's like, "Okay, you're 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 really strange." <laughs> <laughs> but I'm married too, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can't leave now. <laughs> yeah. My wife actually grew up uh she's Russian. She grew up in Uzbekistan and there's times where like I'll Ooh, wow. I'll like I'll have a book open and I'll be like, Oh, this is really cool and then I share it with you and she looks at me like cool. Yep, <laughs> yeah. that, that's a thing. And then she'll just go back to her show and it's just like, Okay. There's a sounding board. She tunes out or he says I don't care. <laughs> Do all your various partners listen to? I don't mean all your various partners, Michelle. I mean all of us various partners <laughs> listen to the podcast. Because mine doesn't. I'm single. Mine does not. So also single. Same. I'm, I'm, I'm single as well, so I don't have. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about that. I do get coworkers into the podcast, though. Do you? I've been too afraid. That's the thing. Ben, like, he's like, was really like shy at first. And I just like go around blabbering, telling everyone I know how we were starting a podcast, like basically random strangers. (laughs) And basically I like got people into it. That's the exact same with me and Eric. Like literally someone I'd met for like five minutes. I would somehow match about the podcast. Or like I was at work and there was another one. I'd be like, oh, hey. And they'd be like, oh, give a check. I'll write it down. Lucy. She's really good at putting the podcast out there. I feel like I might be good at it, but I, I I'm always conscious of being that friend who has a podcast mm-hmm. who they won't stop, which they won't stop talking about. So I have a policy of like not bringing it up with my friends. I brought it up like the first time we started, but then like you know I won't bring it up unless they ask. But with randoms, I can. It's fine because I'll probably never see it again. <laughs> well, I had to tell my friends because they're. Can we get together this weekend? No, I'm editing. Well, what does that mean? Uh... <laughs> Right. Or no, I'm researching is usually the Yeah, that's the thing is like I was actually at a at a at a housewarming uh, earlier this evening because it's by the way, it's nearly midnight here. Um and um I ha- I was like I have to go at, at this time because I have a, a, a Yeah, I did do that today. And then um one of my friends one of my friends turned to me with a very serious face and they were like, Is this a podcast thing? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I felt really important in that moment. <laughs> It's top secret podcast stuff that I can't tell you about. You're not privileged to know. Lucy brings it up in pubs, I think. (laughs) 
we're talking to the Americans. It like sounds like we're doing some international yes. secret operation. And for the Americans you're talking to, you need a different set of Americans because. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need. I do need to ask this question because it came from uh, one of our was patrons. Uh, this oh. is Roberto. I saw she was no, Roberto. He's one of our Andrew. VIP patrons, and he's actually starting oh. his own Rexypod called Zarpal, where they rate the Russian nice. uh, rules of Russia from Rurik to Putin. That will, that will have come out when this comes out, or will be about to come out when this comes out. So that's exciting. Um, but he asks, uh, who is the most scandalous and or intrigue-filled person on your show to date? And if we put all three of ours together, who would win if they faced off each other for the most intrigue or scandal? I thought you were going along the line of us deciding which of us <laughs> is the most scandalous. <laughs> oh, so no. I'd be like, oh, damn, what have no. I done? That was, yeah, the phrasing of that question was, no, but of our subjects, <laughs> who would we say? Ours is pretty easy. Ours is John Wesley Harden, like, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> ours is very easy he was just a murdering maniac who had no impulse control we bring him quite we bring him up quite often too i thought that's what you did murdering maniac. so he's very he's sort of conniving and it's not even conniving it's just literally <laughs> you made me angry so i'm going to shoot you dead now like he had zero impulse control he had he, i think he murdered like he was the one that sold slaves too right nope that's james billy he's also up there but like as far as like Harden was killings. in jail for most of his life and he murdered like 30 something people. And he only had like five years to do it before he was in jail. <laughs> like, wow. There's been serial killers that have murdered more. There have been. Sorry, I know way too much about serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I like know every like serial killer. <laughs> you said that so blase. Just yeah. <laughs> if we see a dead body come out of your camera, like. <laughs> we'll know why. <laughs> Uh, I've killed more. You just seeing drips of blood. I've been re-listening re- to documentaries on, like, you know, Ted Bundy and Son of Sam and all that. Mm. Yeah, mm. Liza's deep in the true crime. Okay, I like seeing how they get caught, and it always seems to be traffic violations, okay? <laughs> they just always get done by traffic. Something wrong with their car. There, um, uh, uh, who is that American gangster who was Big tax Capone. evasion guy Capone, yeah. Al Capone. Capone, tax evasion guy. Yeah, yeah it's always yeah. like it's not actual um, murder. It's like 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 little or kind of big, but you know that gets. Them. Well, yeah, because they were so good about yeah. hiding it. I know. Yeah. Mm. So okay, off topic for us, I think. I mean, you, Eliza, you said Fredegund, um, who is not technically one of our. Yeah, but who's the friends. one who did the nephews? Nephew stabbing. Clothar the first killed uh, at least two of his nephews mm. um, back in the Mer- early Merovingian days, where they were all killing brothers. Mm. And um, I still like Freda Gunn more because she like hit her own daughter with a bloody chest Ooh. lid. I remember that. The, the daughter survived, so it was okay. <laughs> her daughter kept kept wanting things from her, and um, she's like, "That's it." So she, <laughs> She told her daughter she could have anything she wanted from this from this chest of treasure, and uh, the daughter looked in, and, and then her mother slammed it down on her neck, and uh, would have killed her if a maid had not intervened. Jeez, that's your kids just constantly complaining. <laughs> that's what you do, Lucy. I know which ones I'd pick. Who would you yes. pick? Yes, well, the fact you said ones, I think I know who we're talking about. <laughs> 
I think it's the terrible twosome, Dudley and Empson, isn't it? I mean, definitely for intrigue. Yeah. And just general. Yeah. Grimness. I, I cut out so much out of their episodes because, mm. but yeah, antidepressants <laughs> should be given with reading those books and all the court documents. It was just horrific. Like gruesome details? Yeah, we're, we're getting details. We need <laughs> like, were they going to gruesome detail? Well, it wasn't the gruesome detail. It was just how often they went after families and children. So if you weren't paying, your child would be put in prison and a lot of them did not survive. It was just basically you're giving them a death sentence without doing the actual execution. And I found that really, really hard to see all these names going through the rolls that were under the age of six. Yeah, so we... It would have not been nice conditions. Oh, no, no, unless you could pay. It was basically a room with excrement all over the floor. Nobody cleaned it. Like, people died of dysentery and cholera in those all the time, and you're now putting little children in there. And I found that hard to deal with, so I decided I wasn't going to subject our people with that. Mm. It was already going to be very depressing episodes. Sometimes it's hard to... Sometimes all of the murder and scandal feels quite fun. Yeah. And then other times you 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 encounter yeah. something that feels too real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eliza and I just recorded our Patreon episode uh, on Vercingetorix, and it's all like a fun romp with a bunch of ghouls. And then there's this horrific moment where th- there are these women and children who are left in no oh, man's right. land to starve to that. death, yeah. and the the two armies are watching just watching them starve. Starve, yeah, not doing anything for days. Yeah, but then no, you said they were going to eat them. Yeah, well, the ghouls <laughs> were talking cannibalism, so that's why Vercingetorix had to send them out. But um, listeners will have to go on Patreon to learn more about <laughs> that. that awful incident. But <laughs> it hits home when you're yeah. looking at these records, especially when it says second child died. It doesn't mm-hmm. even name them, so you now know that this child yeah. has died without anybody even really mm-hmm. acknowledging or recording their name. They... Or like yeah, seeing them as a person in a way. Yeah. Sad. Mm. Well, that got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. See, see this is again. why I did not bring this, it this up. This got on really the dark. Podcast. Okay, now we need to decide who would win out of these three. <laughs> oh, yeah, we need to decide who would win. I feel so like it would not be Freda Gunn. She's not as, like, seems to be as evil as the others, I feel. But surely Harding's going to win because he'll just shoot the rest, won't he? Yes. Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) Instant death. Now, if we team them all up, they're like the worst combat because you have the evil accountants, you have the the evil ruler in charge, and you have the hitman. Yeah, they control everyone. That's true. Very different evils. But yeah, I think I think Harden would just kill them. I think it's I think it's uh, the looking at the question: Who would win if they faced off against each other for most intrigue slash scale? So I don't think they're necessarily fighting. I think they're just intriguing against each other. Yeah, there's no intrigue with Harden. So yeah, he's mm -mm, he's just kill kill kill. I don't think he has the the resources that uh, (laughs) that's true. Redagant had all of these agents as well. And the poison. Well, between Empson and Dudley, Empson is actually the worst of the two. So And they control the money. Mm. He did control all the money. And they controlled mm. the king. And for context, Empson and Dudley, they're sort of like the uh, prime minister figures for Yeah, Henry you could think of them as... I, right? I think they were more backroom prime ministers, weren't they, than... 
Yes, went, they were very back official, prime minister. Like just, like treasurers. Yeah, because they were advising and making decisions for government as well. So they sort of, I don't know. It almost felt like they shunted Henry aside, but at the same time, we're getting some pushback. And then I guess they get they got all the credit for all the shady things that happened in Henry the Seventh Reign. And yep. then when Henry the Eighth came along, it was like, yeah, done, yeah, scapegoats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, so that got pretty dark. Sorry, uh, but <laughs> no, it's okay. When we're at a loss for things to say, we usually talk about syphilis, don't we, Michelle? <laughs> That's our full yes, back subject. <laughs> That's in every episode. <laughs> so Beaufort gets her own sound effect. Can we get a sound effect for syphilis, or is that not going to make yes, it? Yes, we can. <laughs> It'll be squishy. Oh, that's <laughs> right. She has the... She has the... Um, the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Are you okay, Eric? <laughs> It'll be squishy? <laughs> Maybe like a slime sound when the yeah. slime goes shh and then makes that sound when you put like your finger in slime and it goes like, squilch. Okay, well, the answer to this next question may be fun sound effects, but but Lucy wrote a question earlier today of uh, what have we found most enjoyable about doing the podcast that we might not have considered when we first started? Lucy, do you want to answer since you <laughs> posed the question? Yeah, I was going to say it's connecting everything. That's what I found exciting. Um the, because we're not doing a linear chronological thing, we're doing yeah. a, group, a whole group of people who would be, who were alive at the same time. And then we come we come across somebody, and you think, why on mm. earth did he do that? What a bizarre thing to do! And then we do a few more people, and then we realise, of course, he had to do that because she said this, and he did that, and they went there, and suddenly it all comes clear. And it's it's mm. the making connections <laughs> yeah. that I love in in the way we've got ours set up. Mm. Yeah, that's the beauty of both Tudor Refers and Ranking 76, I think, because you're doing a bunch of people in this one specific time period. Yeah, it's very, um, yeah, it's Claustrophobic. Very, <laughs> you're going over the same period a lot, but in a way that reveals more depth mm. each time. Whereas we just trot, trot along to the next yeah. person. You know, sometimes I'll be surprised, like, oh, right, they lived in the same time period as this other famous person. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I think, I think for us... Yeah. And might, maybe this might just be more on my side, but like, and maybe Ben and uh, Lucy and Michelle can kind of speak to this too. But like, do you know when, like, you're just on a roll when you're presenting and like, you're in this good groove and like, you can tell your recording is just, everything's clicking and you're really happy with this. And then when you hit end, like, you just kind of have this high of like, that was really good. Like, I cannot relate. Yeah. I cannot wait to release that. Um that I think is probably the yeah. most enjoyable yeah. that I wasn't expecting. Then you get terrified that something will go wrong with the technology and you'll lose everything. Oh gosh. That's true. That's true. We've had, had that. Once we've clarified that the recording has worked. <laughs> um, we don't need really to record it for the tenth time. Yeah, I know I'm always like but so, sometimes I come off with the feeling of like, oh, that was terrible. I didn't do so well. But I feel like you come off that every but... time we do an episode. <laughs> it's like that wasn't like, enough. Because <laughs> Ben's a lot more emotionally invested in this than me, so I'm just like, whatever, yeah, it's fine, it's cool, we don't need to redo it. And you're like, we must. I'm like whatever. Yeah, okay. no, I'm very uh, particular about it um, because I've read all the reviews and you and you have not. <laughs> so <laughs> no, we don't get bad reviews, do we? Or are you just hiding those from me? We had a couple that I hid. From <laughs> <laughs> you should have told me. Were they about me? No. Oh, good. They were, 
Maybe. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> well, I hate people then. They were also about me, so. <laughs> well, I hope they don't listen anymore because they're evil. Yeah, evil. If you're evil, listener, writing bad listen, reviews. Stop um, <laughs> Unless you're my mum, who then writes good reviews on my on our podcast. <laughs> I lost the train of thought of what I was saying. See, that's my <laughs> ability but, uh, tangents. <laughs> yes, this is Elias' masterful tangent yeah. ability. Also, in our Versi Getterix episode, <gasps> there's a cat. No, it's a dog. <gasps> yeah. Sorry. This is apropos of what I was saying because I mentioned the Pyrenees Mountains and and Great Eliza Pyrenees stopped dog. everything. They're lovely, aren't they? And she was like, <laughs> "There's a dog." My grandma used to have one. Yeah, that's fantastic. Why. Yeah, his name is Casper. Michelle just did the exact same thing to Eliza See? when I when I mentioned the Pyrenees. See, somebody who knows. Yeah, he had no idea. In hindsight, I get it. And Eliza's <laughs> random interjections sometimes I just don't register them in the moment. Um, but then I'll be listening back uh, to the recording. I'll be editing and I'll be like, Eliza just said something very funny and clever that I completely blew past. And it's like, I ruined the moment because I blew past it. And I just don't realize I've said something funny. I feel bad when we record because Lucy's so funny. I laugh a lot. And we've already had a few comments saying like, you laugh too much. What is it with lady podcasters laughing? But she's hilarious. That's such a thing. (laughs) Just yeah. Good. Well, they don't want to hear Larson, but girl. <laughs> there so many, especially uh, uh, women podcasters that I've spoken to, have said they get criticized for giggling, which I feel like is a term Ooh. that's only used for women. 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 It does that all the time. Oh, I feel so like men giggle. <laughs> I giggle all the time in you our do. podcast and never been criticized. Hmm. And it's, have it's I been criticized for laughing? I Eliza, the next question, there's huh? an email you don't know about. <laughs> Where are these reviews besides Apple? Eliza, I would ignore them. <laughs> I want to find <laughs> out what they're judging they, me they're on. They're not worth your time. You can have 50 positive reviews and that one negative is what you'll sit right. there and chew over. Mm. My grandma always said it was like um, a cow chewing its cud. Does it give you anything? No. Get rid of it. But a good comment can really lift you, can't it? I just said technology and no, it's not changed. Those are my biggest fears. I don't trust it to work. No. Yeah, we don't like technology. <laughs> There's been a couple of times we've almost given up. Me trying to set up our website, that was god-awful. And then, Lucy, oh, gosh, what was so the many... one that you were like, you were so close to just being done? Well, the fact we could never hear each other or see each other didn't help. <laughs> we were spent about <laughs> half an hour at the beginning of each session trying to work out why I couldn't hear her or she couldn't mm. see me or something. It just... Mm. Now it just seems easy. We just start and go. But for ages, it was just. Yeah. And no, we're doing exactly the same thing, I think. But... We don't know why it fixed itself. <laughs> it was an update. It had to have been an update. We fought so hard at the beginning and now it just goes. And we're good. like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, don't touch it's it. It's going to cut out somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> Nobody move. <laughs> I guess for me, it was uh, like. For being a history major, it's surprisingly how little I know about history. Yeah. So I was like, um, when Eric was telling me about it, I was like, I'm not going to lie. I know nothing about anybody. You'd, you'll say a name and I'll be like, I might have heard it. Um, so I was really worried about like kind of being like an idiot, if you will. <laughs> and uh, I still know nothing about anybody. And I 
forget quite quickly, but um, I, I'm not, I guess that's not my job to know. That's Eric's. So I'm like super thankful that he does all the research. Uh, but um, that was mine. Oh man, I made a joke that sort of got me in trouble. One of my husband's friends also has a history degree, but it's for like closer to recent history. And I was like, that's not history. That's contemporary studies. <laughs> Uh, they didn't appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I'm not finding any of these reviews, Ben, except for an apple. Oh, she's obsessed. <laughs> don't read them. Eliza, don't. Don't. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. Don't read them. The one that was the giggle one for us, uh, that's that wasn't a review. It was elsewhere. What? An email. A person was buggered enough about my <laughs> giggling to send an email. <laughs> People are very happy to give their opinions when it's negative. Right. Yes. Yeah, Ben, didn't you shut down that restaurant in Spain? Oh, well, once we visited a vegetarian restaurant really in Spain, which was really terrible. Like microwave And it was the only vegetarian coffee. restaurant in town. Yeah, so we were very annoyed about it. And Ben wrote this scathing review and we think it should cause the restaurant to shut down. <laughs> Yeah, we've looked it up since then because I was trying to. I, I thought it was a funny story, so I was trying to find the review for someone, and it wasn't showing up. So we assume it. We get one bad review, we must close. No, we assume that people saw Ben's review and it was like, "We're not going here." Well, if anyone knows of the um, the the vegetarian restaurant near the amphitheater in Seville, uh, a song, the lady A in Seville. doesn't still exist. <laughs> And B, was it our have fault? they learned their have lesson? They learned, have they learned? <laughs> yeah, don't give us my food. Because if they haven't learned, I will come back. <laughs> have they learned that I could hear the lasagna being microwaved? <laughs> I bet my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I felt bad in hindsight, but you know. well, I love telling I people young. that. I love going, yeah, my friend <laughs> shut down a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something to be proud of. It makes me laugh, though. Anyway, that was a big tangent. Um, what were we, talking we didn't about? even finish but, um, with that. That was the insecurity one. We're talking about insecurities oh. as Eliza is trying to fish up uh, damning comments. I'd say I probably have, I'm cheating. It's two of them. One, I learned I have a nervous laugh. Uh, so like there's times where I'm listening on our playback because Matt yeah. will edit and then send me like, you know, tell me what I need to fix. And then I'm sometimes laughing at things that I have no business being laughed at. And then I'm like, <laughs> How mm-hmm. do we cut out this entire part? Because that's inappropriate. Um, <laughs> now you just put me. a disclaimer at the beginning of every episode. You're good. <laughs> I don't think this. I don't think this horrible murder is funny. I promise. I just didn't know how to react. <laughs> and then um, it's like when you like, yeah, something shocking happens, but you laugh because you don't know what to do. Right. And then I think my yep. second one, which I like, I'm I'm confident in my research. I have like I have my sources. I can you know I can do all of that. But if I'm reading, so right now I'm listening back, uh, I'm listening to uh, The Civil War by Shelby Foote. Well, I, we just did our George Armstrong Custer episode. And I, I know about The Civil War, but I don't know in detail, obviously, he does. So, like, anytime we come up to a part on Custer, I'm like a, did I get right? Did yeah. I get it right? Did I, I get it right? Oh, thank <laughs> God. Thank God. I got it right. right. Like, <laughs> so it's always, like, paranoid actual historians, like saying the same things you are and it's like again that high but there's always like this nervous tension of like if they don't say what i said i'm the one that's wrong (laughs) they didn't screw up after i've already talked about a king i avoid anything that is that is being written about that king i wish we could do that but we can't (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
because it's a it's well, a cycle. Keep coming back. Around. Yeah, I was listening to in our time about the Borgers, and they agreed with everything we said. So we're oh, all right there. Really? Perfect. Excellent. But I was yeah, I was on tenterhooks the whole time, thinking, please, please let it be right. <laughs> oh man, I mentioned on that podcast on that episode about the people that were hung upside down and sawn in half, and I said it was on the Borgias um, TV show. Well, there's actually two. So oh. <laughs> it was not the one with Jeremy There's Irons. There's two Borgia TV yeah. shows. Yeah, oh. there are. Um, Is one in a different language? Or? No, really they're like the, the same. The Medici's TV show. That's oh, really wow. good. Yeah, and 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 there's like there's like two about Da Vinci being a hot, sexy young guy. <laughs> like... He was a hot, sexy young guy. <laughs> Lucy, what were you worried about other than technology? Um, it's hard to know why. We we sort of talked about why we did the podcast, and I, I'm trying to think back and think why I wanted to do this thing. <laughs> And I think just a complete inability to do it mm. entirely was what worried me that I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be, just wouldn't be able to do it. Just wouldn't be able to, to speak, for instance. <laughs> I just demonstrated then that I couldn't. So, yes, I was quite surprised that we've managed to put out episodes and they sound like other people's podcasts and they sound proper that's yeah. that still amazes me when i listen back and think but it sounds like a podcast yeah 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 that's good <laughs> yeah do you guys when you listen back do you because i matt and i do this all the time once um he'll send me the audio file will you review it and i'll be like yes how did it sound and he goes well i was terrible but you were pretty good and then i'll listen back <laughs> And then I go, what are you talking about? I was terrible. You were pretty good. So like, does yeah. anyone else do that? Or That's always okay. the way. Yes. I don't listen yes. to the my like our episodes unless Ben specifically asks me to. <laughs> I just don't like hearing my voice, okay? Right. But you got to do it. Then yeah. you get used to doing it. I, I still um, don't like my voice. At one point in my life, I started using voice memos. And at first it, it was. Yeah, I used to record yeah. my study notes. Mm. But then I, when I did it more and more, I, I, I started to discover like the tune out the fact that it's my voice is not yeah. bad. It's just well, also because yeah. I've rather spent time um, listening to other podcasts and re-listening something I've already talked about. Yeah. that's fair. I guess it's because uh, like audio recording is such a new thing in human compared to human evolution, mm. and we aren't we aren't sort of programmed to hear our own voice because mm. it's so different unless you're in a cave what you hear in your own brain yeah. and it echoes yeah <laughs> <laughs> unless you're in a cave and it echoes but it, but it's it's like uncanny valley sort of my insecurities altered as we went through this so my first insecurity was nobody was going to like it or i was going to hear oh you guys don't know what you're talking about that kind of thing and now it's mm-hmm. the quiz the quiz has me terrified every <laughs> single time we record. Now it's coming from the inside. Oh, I hate the quiz. <laughs> I don't know what we started, why we started that, but it's turned into my own personal little hell. <laughs> we so we don't have a quiz every episode, but Nobody every now does. and then I will I will jump Eliza with yeah, you. Yeah, just like yeah, we're gonna ask you questions for the past like twenty <laughs> episodes. What do you remember? And I'm like. Nothing. A person existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a, I usually I'm like, it was a Louis or a Henry or a Clovis. Look, you've done really well 
You did really well on our last quiz. Uh, you got like half the questions right, which was oh my God. more than I expected, to be honest. Because <laughs> they were hard questions. But we can't stop it now because people find the quiz funny. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> That's the thing, Ben, sometimes even when we're recording, like he'll ask, like, be like, oh, who was like, like, he'll mention someone and they'll relate back to a previous episode and they'll be like, who was it? And then I'll just like be listing those random <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. It's like, like really basic. <laughs> And I'm like going on this huge tangent, being like, "Oh, it must be something really strange and weird." And he's like, <laughs> "That's why you got to re-listen." Like when I uh, sometimes when we record, I don't catch things, and then as I'm like editing, I'm like, "Oh crap! Okay, that's great." No, I just have the memory of a jellyfish. I just have a jellyfish memory. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, it's a my it's an Elizaism. It means that. Jellyfish have no brains, so sometimes I have a no brain moment and I just don't remember it. What well, it's better than oh, okay. the I have memory of jellyfish, a goldfish saying. Except the jellyfishes, they have a brain. It's just throughout no, their don't. entire body. It's just not a. Yeah, central... it's like a nervous system, but it's not yeah. like a proper, proper little squeegee brain. Yeah. They don't just conform to your human definitions of brain. <laughs> <laughs> they don't conform to any other animal's definitions of brain. No. So then, Eliza, if if you had a pet jellyfish, what would its name be? Blobby. Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> you yes, can get that... pelly, pet jellyfish in Japan. You can? Yes. I could get one. Don't touch Please it. Please don't get one. <laughs> oh, they're not dangerous. <laughs> they I tell you what's really cute, but I could never get one, is I love a pet puffer fish. They're so cute. I've been sung <laughs> by a jellyfish about ten times. Yeah, I was going to say blue bottles. <laughs> Do you mean a blue uh, I think it was a blue bottle like once, once was a blue bottle, but the rest of the time, regular jellyfish. One of them hit me in the face. What once. the hell are you, wa- uh, where are you going for regular jellyfish? I get blue bottles. But... A lot of my childhood was spent on remote beaches on the east coast of Australia, but I would go swimming in the surf and literally one time a jellyfish ran into my face and so half my face was stung. Thankfully I had my eyes closed, otherwise that would have been... Yeah. <laughs> Don't come to Australia. Everything will kill you. I was just uh, going to say, I'm surprised you're still alive. You're going to all these remote beaches. They say, don't go to Australia, man. Everything's going to kill you there. Look, you guys have bears in America. So, like, I don't think that adage entirely works. Okay, I just found out there are bears in Japan, and I'm shocked. Yeah. I didn't know. Bears are in America, but it's not like you're walking down the street and a bear's <laughs> is walking next to you. Oh, oh whoa. Uh, that is at my house. I've got video of them coming up on my front porch. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's Canada. Like that's yeah. yeah. Uh, we you guys might be worried about bears, but I I just moved. We I lived in South Dakota my entire life, and then we moved to the East Coast. And let me tell you, pigeons are vicious. <laughs> pigeons will go. At, oh, they no, they care. are flying rats. They are flying rats. Pigeons. Yes, I they are. Them. I've never really been afraid of bears. You just clap your hands and tell them to get moving, and they leave. So what? Yeah, you run into them all the time when you're hiking. Okay, I think for me, I got the fear of the bears, bears because when I was little, ma- I watched a documentary and I was like five with my mom about those two campers who were with the grizzly bears and I'm like friends with them, but then they got mauled to death. Well, yeah, grizzlies are a bit different. We have black yeah. bears here. Yeah. Grizzlies are not okay. Every conversation I have with international people devolves into talking about animals. And it's like, I don't know if it's like because we're a Don't I always talk about animals? And people though? always bring up the dangerous animals or or if yeah. it's Eliza, probably in this case. Yeah, because we always we always come across names where Eliza's like, I'd name a horse this. And I'm like, good for you, Eliza. Good for you. Uh, 
Um. Uh, I'm not allowed to name our animals anymore. Our last dog, Kratos, he was a mastiff, and I named him Snortimer P. Wigglebottom. (laughs) Oh, you had a mastiff? Aren't they like... No, are you kidding? He was a sock. I loved him. He loved everybody and everything, including the bears. (laughs) Yeah, I've got one video. We have a baby bear that's on our front porch, and he is so excited and really wants to play, and he's trying to play with him through like the the glass "Ah!" door. I've got a video of it. I was like, you can't you can't play with him. His mom will kill you. (laughs) I have a question for Tudoriferous. Is there potential that you would ever review an animal that lived in the Tudor period? I yeah, I wrote I down something, something about a giraffe. Is there an animal that would have enough information to get an episode? Is there like a royal like animal? Yeah, I find little notes that I've left to myself, yeah. and there was something that said Tudor giraffe. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but when I wrote it down, it obviously meant something. Well, they so... did have a zoo back then at one point. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So perhaps we'll do a Tudor giraffe when I find out what the earth I was talking about. Yeah, and they fed the elephant wine until it died. Yeah, yeah that would be, yeah. The intelligence speech conference recently, the Totalis Rankium guys, they did a whole presentation, uh, which was the Second Punic War from the point of view of one of the elephants. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> and it was an elephant that we amazingly have the name of. Uh, so that was... Fantastic, but also really horrifying and sad as well. Yeah. I feel so ours would be horses because kings seem to die on horses way too much. Maybe it's always the same horse. It's just an immortal oh my horse. God. That... <gasps> it's an immortal ghost horse. Sorry. Immortal. Go- oh, it's a nightmare. <gasps> ah! Do you read Piers Anthony? No. Piers Anthony has uh, horses that are nightmares and they actually bring the bad dreams in his world. Yeah, well, that's an actual mythology thing, like that. Um, yeah, from European. It's in the Guardians. That's where the, the term rise of the Guardians animation movie. <laughs> so, same question for ranking seventy six. Is there an animal that that you'd you review, or you could review, like a coyote or something, or I don't uh, know, sitting bull's horse, or yeah, something. we could review um uh, any Oakley's uh, the dog, George the dog. That hasn't dropped yet uh, when we're recording this, but there was a uh, Annie Oakley and her. I can't wait for Annie Oakley. What ended up being her husband was a showman like Shootus, so he'd perform. In, oh like, my gosh, when you said that, I thought you said she married the dog. Well, like, <laughs> we it's just the way you said it. I was like, what? What? Long story short, Annie really, like, she beat her future husband in a shooting competition. And he was like, Good on like, her. full on, like, I love this one. I, this is the one. And he Aww. invites her to a show the next day. And Annie was like, she she's watching the show and she falls in love with this dog. So like Frank invites Annie back after the show. And apparently Annie got like really excited and ran up and went right by Frank and went to George the dog. (laughs) And then they started writing letters to each other. So yeah, then, then Frank was like, well, why don't you start writing letters to George the dog? And you like, that's how they kept in, you know, in touch for a year. And that's, that was George the dog. Yes. (laughs) I do love little snippets from history where you realize that 
I don't know, people have the same relationships with their pets. Right. Yeah. The Tudors didn't, though. They had this view of animals that's very different to ours, like there's bear baiting, bull baiting. Like they have dog. There's mentions of Anne loving watching her dogs just fight each other. Right. So you do hear little snippets. Henry the <laughs> Second or Henry the Seventh had a monkey that he was very fond of, but it's not something we really want to get into because they were not very nice to their animals. They weren't very nice to each other, never mind the animals. I suppose you always just think of like Queen Victoria when you think English animals. Mm. Yeah. How she loved her dog Dash. Apparently Anne Boleyn had a dog that got thrown out the window. I learned that recently. Like I said, Uh, they were not very nice to their animals. That's why we stayed away from it. (laughs) Well, apparently she was sad about it. Well, I guess (laughs) It's unclear as to whether it fell out the window or was was thrown, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I have one last question, or is it, I guess it's kind of three questions. The, the first question of all your subjects, who would you most like to grab a beer with? Who would you most like to sit down and just have a chill convo with? If I knew it was going to be just chill, probably you like, won't end up dead. Like, Jesse James or Billy the Kid, yeah. Like, why, bro? Why, man? Why? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> I want a full psychological analysis. What were you thinking? Uh, if I had, can I pick two? Can I cheat? Uh, yes. I think Wild Bill Hickok would be real fun, uh, just because apparently Tecumseh. he liked to tell a lot of. It won't be Tecumseh because Tecumseh would just like <laughs> preach at me for like three hours. I don't think he'd be a very fun uh, drinking partner. And then David Crockett, I think, would just be funny because mm. he just have all these little whimsical stories at us i think that would be really fun lucy well we're in the process of doing a mammoth thing on leonardo and yeah i definitely would quite fancy you know, nursing a guinness with leonardo i think he'd be yeah. fascinating yeah. yeah interesting man very well very nice man apart from one disappointment <laughs> to us that he was vegetarian <laughs> which puts him in my good books he was a yeah apparently an all all round decent bloke and and absolutely fascinating and apparently very funny so i would i'd like to go to the pub with leonardo for hours yeah especially if he's as as young and sexy as he's portrayed on (laughs) those tv shows (laughs) yeah he was yeah i think he probably was although he did have that magnificent beard in in later life yeah yeah we don't have any images he could have had it young he could have had that beard while young he did. He had um, yeah. apparently beautiful yeah. long eyelashes and beautiful long hair and a beautiful long beard. And Michelle? I'm having an easier time thinking of people I don't want to have a beard. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, Philip the Fair. No, it wouldn't be him. I'd want to punch was... him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I actually think I will pick Margaret Beaufort just to find out oh. if she was what we ended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, just to find out if she was what we ended up with. I mean, we started off thinking she was this hugely pious woman that never did anything wrong. And apparently she was quite the drinker and a gambler. So it would be an interesting dichotomy, I would think. We found that with virtually everybody. Oh, yeah, that's another consideration. If you're grabbing a beer with them, like what's, you know, are they going to be kick-ons? Like, like, well, like how, how good are they for a party? Eliza, what was your... Answer B. I feel like it's it's down to Fredagon. the three that you remember. <laughs> down to three, I remember one. I know Dagobert and Fredegon. Fredegon does uh, try to bear in mind that Fredegon seems to try to murder every other woman that comes yeah. into her story. 
Who's the one who's really good to women? None of them. No, there's one who's kind of more accepting of, like, uh, of women. Charlemagne oh, was maybe. was very open to to women at his court. Like he, all of Let his daughters, talk. none of them really got married. They just sort of hung out at court and helped oh. ad- advise their father. Oh, I know. I want. Um, who's the one who had the demon in the bathtub? Which one was that one? Pepin. Yeah, I want Pepin the short. Pepin. I like to experience a demon in the bathtub while we're grabbing a drink. <laughs> so you'd be having a beer with him as he's fighting the demon yeah. in the bathtub. Yeah. We'd be in like a sauna. It'd be like Japanese, like hot spring vibe. Okay, mix gender. It's very fine. Nice, very nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who I, who I'd pick really. Um, I there is a reference in in one of the chronicles to um, Louis the Third and Carloman the Second, who were joint monarchs oh, at right. one point, who were sort of young men having a drink, and I put it down as their only um, their only ooh la la scandal point because they were drinking underage um (laughs) and they i couldn't find anything else about anything scandalous they did but they seemed fun and they seemed to get along and they'd be they'd be very fun to hang out with uh until they get on their horse and die and ride off and fall off and die (laughs) which they both (laughs) have a demon fighting the bathtub yeah, it'd be great. I wouldn't want to be there at the time, Eliza. I think demons are a bit scary. Oh, I think it'd and be not, fun. Uh, conducive to a good. <laughs> I, I have a theory that the demons nice show up theory. after the drinking starts. No, no, no. I'm like sitting there drinking, and there's like the demon friend next to me, and the other one's like farting, and Pem's just like, Arr! and I'm just like, yeah, cheers. He might be better for our next question, which was who would you most likely be trapped on an island with? Leonardo, he'd get you off. I was going to say island. Leonardo again. <laughs> That's yes. true. That's It'd true. It'd be really handy. There's overlap. <laughs> Give him a paper clip and a leaf and we'll be off this <laughs> island. <laughs> yeah. Are we doing it based as though we're at the time period with them so they don't have the paper clip? Aglets then. An aglet and a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> well done. You got it in. I can't think of anyone who is really resourceful. I think of charming ones, like, you know, great charisma, but I'm like, that's not going to help me get off an island. We got this question in uh, grade 11, and everybody had these really famous people, and they got to me, and I'm like, either the president or the pope. And everybody looked at me, and they're like, why? And I'm like, because those are the two people in the world that I think would get rescued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people look for those people. Yeah. <laughs> Eliza, you're going to like this. I'd probably pick Odo, because he survived the siege of Paris. Oh, yeah. Uh, against the Vikings at all odds. He's the only one I can think of who has a real post traumatic stress disorder. Big survival against all odds <laughs> oh, story. Yeah, and that would yeah, that well, work. He went on to die of 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 uh I think de- dementia brought on by extreme stress. Yeah. Yeah. So he probably did have PTSD. I would. From that. Well he might have been really stressed out mm. being on the island then caused him to die. <laughs> As well. We can't get off. Yeah. Actually well, probably like, yay, yeah. holiday. <laughs> Matt and Eric, what do you, what do you think? Who do you be trapped on now? I would with? do probably anyone from the Don. Oh, never mind. Not I was going to say Donner party. party. Are you kidding? I was going to no, say Donner no. party, but then they ended up eating each other. <laughs> They're now I was just saying that they were resourceful. You just became dinner. I forgot dinner. about the biggest part. I forgot about the first part. <laughs> uh, I would say all of them are terrible. Uh, we literally had a guy who shot his eye out with his own arrow. Um, how, 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 how? We debated that on the show. Are you sure he wasn't like holding, <laughs> the, like, okay, like, you know, people's like guns and they're looking in the barrel and they shoot themselves. 
Was he like well, Matt, Matt out figured the out this like... mystery, and it was we think he Ooh. notched it, but then he didn't actually notch mm-hmm. it, and when he let go of the arrow, and it shot. It back. went backwards, right? Yeah. Okay. So I have oh, no idea. I'm thinking of a scene from Robin Hood, the Disney cartoon, off a tree. where the, uh, somebody loses somebody loses an arrow and it bounces off a series of things. <laughs> oh, because it's all like broken. And, it was like that. <laughs> yeah, and then it hits someone in the bum or something. The most resourceful one would be Daniel Boone, but he would move himself to the other side of the island and yell at me for coming too close. So I don't think he'd be very <laughs> helpful to me. <laughs> so I guess I'll go Daniel Boone because maybe I can pick some scraps up but he's not he's gonna love the <laughs> island he's never gonna want to get off it because no one else will bother him which would make me a target um so yeah <laughs> daniel boone but it's not great well my my last question is who would you most like to wipe from the face of the earth can i pick two people <laughs> who is the worst <laughs> you can Epson yeah. dudley is it Yes, you <laughs> do not deserve to be on this earth for any length of time. Yeah, I think I'd go with Margaret Beaufort. <gasps> I knew that would get a what? reaction. That's what? half your for podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every time she's mentioned, we got to do the ah, which is an editorial nightmare. So if she didn't exist, we wouldn't have <laughs> any of that. <laughs> so, yeah, Margaret, yeah. But I mean, you guys would be out of a job if Margaret Beaufort didn't That's exist because she was the mother of the children. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that through. Sorry. I have two names. I can think like the obvious one is John Wesley Harden because he's just a, a maniac. I'm trying to think because we have a lot of people like like if Billy the Kid never existed, like it does it's not very consequential in American history. But if like George Armstrong Custer doesn't exist. Oh, please maybe, remove him. Maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe that that's okay. Now he does a good job of getting himself murdered, but he had a good run before that. I think I'll mm. go Custer. I think I think I'm gonna go with Louis the Pious, the successor what? of Charlemagne, because he was just really annoying, and we didn't like him. <laughs> first of all, but second of all, if he died, he was the last surviving son of Charlemagne. Mm. The daughters just take over and they just make everything the Franks into a matriarchy and everything's Ooh. better. <laughs> Solve all the problems. Realistic Could they have scenario. taken it over though? Did they have Salic no. Law at that point? Yeah. They had Salic Law at that point. But this is my fantasy scenario mm. <laughs> where there's no other alternative. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Fredegund. <laughs> she sounded like a nightmare. I mean, there are there are sort of theories that she was slandered yeah. unfairly, and um, it's really just this one source, uh, Gregory of Tours, who we know knew her and had personal grievances against uh, her. So he could have um, just been making yeah. stuff up. It was definitely sort of rumors that had come, mm. and um, we interestingly, he dies before she does, mm. and after he dies. Things seem to be going fine, yeah. and there's no, there's no reports of any further atrocities that she does, even though she's at the height of her power. So yeah. that's interesting. But unfortunately, we just don't know too much because that we don't have period. this detailed chronicler. Yeah, Matt. You know, I was going to say Custer as well. I just didn't like that dude, Anigo. Like you wouldn't believe. Like he also, mm-hmm. we did a. He was our first two part episode, and his first episode is really fun. But then it takes a real quick turn <laughs> last decade of his he life. He should have died like 50 times. Like, let's be honest. He had like 50 chances. He couldn't comprehend that mm. living the Civil War was not a skill. It was absolute luck. 
and he just thought it was his own fate and he could do whatever he wanted and well he got away with it up until he absolutely didn't get away with it yeah costa's one of the episodes i haven't listened to because i saw the picture and it was scary white supremacist looking man and i was like i don't think i'm ready for this content (laughs) i'll listen to it eventually but i need to emotionally prepare myself for what's gonna happen (laughs) he's it's entertaining to talk about but yeah he's uh oh yeah i'm sure yeah i will get around to it (laughs) i want to know everybody's favorite and least favorite episode that we've done that we've done i'm gonna have to pull up the list here well definitely our first for me when when we had no idea what we were doing and i was really skimming over some very interesting history that i hadn't researched properly um (laughs) because it was sort of our intro of france leading up to when the franks take over um but uh, but thankfully we are writing some wrongs we've we've just done a bursting gatherics episode which is on patreon but which i might make available to everyone at some point mm. and i got to go back and fix things that i glossed over <laughs> <laughs> but yeah definitely episode zero the intro i i can't listen to it i just cringe every time i think everyone's first episode's like that isn't it on podcasts you sh- yeah all of our episodes are like that. <laughs> but i think when yeah. you listen to a podcast you should go in the third one my favorite episode is always the last one we did yeah maybe we should have recorded a couple of times yeah. hey wait the third one you skip over no no, no i mean when you listen to somebody else's podcast go in at about three or four and start listening there and then go back and listen to the first ones because the first ones are always a, a bit ropey aren't they with i mean our sound wasn't great at the beginning yeah yeah. And I think we, mm-hmm. we hadn't we yeah. hadn't quite grasped that you can edit out everything, so we were desperately trying <laughs> not to make any mistakes. <laughs> so it sounds a bit wooden yes. and terrified. Yeah, yeah, very wooden. But I listened to part of it, and it's not quite <laughs> as bad as I remembered. This is kind of a tangent, but I remember on our first episode, um, it was horrible. Like, our first attempt at Billy the Kid was, <laughs> like... I have never didn't sweat. Then we stopped. Oh. We just yeah, we we'll stopped halfway it. through it because, like, my notes were a mess. I was literally, like, drenched in sweat. And it got to the point where I was just reading my notes and I wasn't <sighs> reacting to Matt. And it's just like, this is horrible. Like, we can't release this to anyone. So. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed that episode for what it's worth. <laughs> I, I really liked it. So That was the episode with the super loud bang, right? That someone yeah. was like, you need to. The bang was jarring, but yeah, I was like, I assume they've got that. Yeah, uh, we got rid of that. <laughs> also, do you know how many, yeah. like, how many, we've had at least three people, like, uh, message us on the feedback of that, and I get the term reverse Santa, like, like constantly, because it was one of our bits in the, in the episode, Billy the Kid escaped up a chimney, right. um, and I just get like, <laughs> oh, reverse Santa, yeah, 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 so. Someone said recently they spit out their coffee while they were driving, didn't they? That was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not had any major disasters where you've had to read things? God, like the first like 15 episodes, it was like sometimes we recorded like three or four times one episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had this dodgy situation where we were using bad mics uh, and also we were using a software that was purely on a browser. So... Um, <laughs> So it relied on Wi-Fi and um, Eliza's Wi-Fi was acting up. Yeah. So we lost like hours mm. of, of recording. We must have recorded one episode. I remember this is one episode we recorded like four times. 
And every time I had to pretend as though I didn't remember anything about that person. And it got to the fourth time where I'm yeah. like, I actually do remember because we've done it enough. I think Dagobert or like around that Yeah, I think time, it was, I don't um, think it was Dagobert because yeah, I like Dagobert enough that every time I was still surprised. Yeah, we definitely recorded Dagobert twice, yeah. but there was one slightly after that. I, I think, think it was one of the short three, ones three we did like... <laughs> Four times as well, like the yeah, they were the sh- they were the shorter ones. Thankfully, the Do Nothing Kings, but you know it's not fun. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes the redo can be good because you yeah. you think of things that you didn't right. think of the first time. So yeah, I think so. We had to redo mm. one of our Perkin ones because I accidentally saved mm-hmm. Michelle's recording over mine, <laughs> so I obliterated oh, my part no. of it completely. Oh. But. Uh, yeah, I, as you say, I I, um, I did a bit of editing of the script, and I think the second time was a lot not neater, and mm-hmm. the first one was a bit rambling. So I think maybe that was fake. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we we got a redo of our first episode, and even though I d- I don't stand by the one that we have up, uh, <laughs> the 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 finished product is is miles better than the first recording we did, which was the first recording <laughs> we did. Like it was sort of the test one. Mm-hmm. Because I got to go back, go away and like redo my notes and like that sort of thing. Yeah, so um, I think we should end with one final question, uh, which you know touches on something that that definitely triggered us earlier in the episode, which was um, since reviews are one of the main ways that listeners can either help or hinder our shows. What do you think makes a good review? Something that you can. F- fix if they give you a comment that's fixable i like those or at least something like a comment <laughs> like don't just like rate it and then that's it like you can't grow on you can't grow on a one star or whatever yeah or you just get your family to give you comments <laughs> that ben later reads out because he didn't realize it was your mother <laughs> We were reading reviews on the podcast and I, I didn't realize that one of them was Eliza's mother. Um, <laughs> so reading it, I was like, this sounds familiar. I was like, wait, my mom wrote this. <laughs> I remember. So at least your, did your mom just put her name on it or did, uh, did, did you have to? It, it was like an init- initial, okay. yeah. it was a, it was a, it was an Apple ID. So, so like my I knew mother, she'd written a review, but I didn't quite know what until like he read out like the initial. I was like, oh, that's my mom. <laughs> My mom did the same thing, but she did it and like she gave a new username and then like she put like the review was very nice, it was very glowing. And I was trying to figure out like this is really weird language. And then I'm like, they put this weird number at the it was like twelve thirty one forty nine. And I'm like, what is that? That's my mom's birthday. Yep. My mother wrote Aww. that. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they just went covert on us. Knowing your mom's birthday, I think is is one of life's uh most important uh, piece of information because uh it's enabled me to uh hack into all of my parents uh streaming accounts really <laughs> your mom uses like their birth I... dates I... my mom's actually good with technology like better than me so she actually knows how to do good like hard passwords it was actually for passwords i think it was for the, for the username i i, I knew the password because they always use the same password but yeah. I have a feeling you're going to have trouble logging into Netflix next time after this drops. <laughs> yeah. Look, any listeners welcome to use our Netflix. You figure <laughs> no it out. No one else is using it. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, I think we'll sort of wrap it up. It is nearly 1 a.m. here, but um, I think we've made really good time. Uh, can we just do like shout out? Like, do we, yeah, do of we course. Yeah, like we've got a, time. We've got time. Like, I'd like to thank like Jerry Landry because he's been great, but like, literally all of the hosts have been so helpful <laughs> to us and i'm assuming we all yeah. so if we have like stories yeah. we can maybe you know talk about them i think that would that would be nice yeah oh, i'd always like to say thank you to andrew because he, i can always rely on him to message or say if he sees something interesting he'll share it with me like on like mm-hmm. instagram it's really sweet i've made some genuine actual good right. friends genuine. i got it i got invited to join the, this this discord that has a bunch of history podcasters on it roberto from history of sacred bello yes and now czar power mm-hmm. uh, who's yep. also one of our patrons he's become a good friend <laughs> and uh also uh brie from pontifax mm-hmm. has been amazing and this is yeah, like yeah. we've but we've become friends now after i was a fan of her podcast which is a very right. strange Isn't sort it? of thing but she's been a great sort of shoulder to cry on when I've gone through some 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 uh, some rough drums. moments in the podcasting, uh, you know. And I'm too relaxed um, to relate um, to it. Yeah, Bree and I went to the same university, oh. so we're both lamenting how you can oh, only wow. take out books for two weeks at mm. a time, and you can't get to the journal <laughs> articles unless you're actually in the library. <laughs> Things that only alumni know. <laughs> yeah so I, I think it's i think it's good to end on that note of thanking all of the people who've been, been involved yeah. in this rexypod community especially um, rex factor who gave us all permission yes, <laughs> yes <laughs> gave us all permission yeah the others who inspired us and made us realize that we could adapt the format and also eric runs the the facebook right. group that's that that brings together all the rexypods <laughs> um, i have i have one quick story and i I don't even know yeah. how funny it is, but feel free to cut it. Oh, yes. Uh, so <laughs> after that live stream, I kind of got the idea for the for the Facebook group where all of them, we can just kind of come together and we can just nerd out as fans, right? Um, so I, I went around and I did the Godfather things where I kissed the rings to all the hosts and <laughs> um, and like, can we use your logo? That type of thing. And I get to Rex Factor and I know for a fact it is Allie responding on the Facebook <laughs> because... <laughs> because uh one i send the i i did the initial contact like can i use your stuff for like this facebook group i'd like to put together yeah no that's no problem and then like a couple weeks after that i got the idea for the podcast so then i go back to them again and it's like well like do you mind if we do our own our own version of it and i see that it was saw and then it just wasn't responded so i was like okay he didn't say no so i'm just gonna i'm just going to assume everything is fine so i send that in like july and then nothing until like November where I get this random notification at like two in the morning. Hey, yeah, you go in that. You go ahead and use and you go ahead and use the format. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah, we launched like two months ago. Like, <laughs> so like this is great. Uh, and then he says, hey, you know, there's this Facebook group that you can probably have them advertise for you. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I run that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then he goes like, so what are you talking like? How is the podcast going? Goes, oh, it's great. We're doing this and this. And he goes, well, I'm going to screenshot this and I'm going to, you know, we're going to talk about it on our show. And I was like, oh, that's, that's great. That's wonderful. Uh, that's very thankful of you. And then I listen to the next couple of shows and it's just, that's nothing, which honestly is fine. But, but I have this wonderful thought, like two years from now, he's going to be scrolling <laughs> and be like, oh crap, I need to mention this on the show. <laughs> like, 
and you just get that mac uh, and cheese. I think know. it can be quite bittersweet yeah. to be mentioned on their show. I don't know if we've gotten a mention on Rex Factor. Maybe I sort of missed it. I don't. I don't know if we have. And I, I think so. I think as he said, Ben from Battle Royale. I think Graham has said that before because he's talking about one of you. Oh yeah, because I'm a pa- I'm a patron, so he's he's definitely read out my comments on the show before. But I don't know if he specifically plugged the show, but I'm I'm hoping it's oh, just an, an oversight and not that they hate us, right? <laughs> because I, I'm I in this mind I have this invasive thought that that they they're planning to do the French monarchs eventually, so Yikes. they they want to they want to. They want to destroy us or something, but right. <laughs> at the end of the day, we we don't get to give out the Rex Factor, and they don't get to guillotine people. Right. We both have our lanes, so we, we can do the same one. It's fine. <laughs> Graham did mention us on Rex Factor, Ooh. and Allie said, "Oh, it won't be interesting till Henry the Eighth or something <laughs> like that, which is going to be season two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must say, I found I found Judy Rippers really interesting. Mm-hmm. Just Henry the, in Henry the Seventh, and mm-hmm. I, and especially realizing all of the crossovers in throughout European mm-hmm. history, so and realizing what an exciting time it was for the world. Really, the late fourteen hundreds. Yeah, there was such yeah. a chi- time of change. Mm-hmm. So, I should say thank you to all four of you for guesting on this podcast. Yes, thank you. Um, it was, Thank it was you for the invite. Yeah, very fun. Yeah. And this is the this is my first time like moderating something. Mm-hmm. So I hope I did okay. <laughs> and um just treat us so we're doing D D. Yes, well I, I, I do run D D. Well I have in the past. Invite me. Oh can we start one? <laughs> can we do it again? I've been missing it. I'm like just a one off. I'm a big sort of um in person D D person. I, I've done it before I've tried to do it online yeah. before and I haven't enjoyed well, it. Well unless much, you come so. to Japan. We're not doing an impersonation soon. Yeah, but I'm open to one offs, let's just say that. <laughs> I've never played. We could do it. We could do a, a history theme. I would D&D. do it. I would try. I would oh, try. Oh good. Oh, it's a lot of fun, actually. It is. It's so good. It's super I'm it's such it. a great game because I won't get a good <laughs> I got to be this like evil person who's just like the biggest bitch and it was great. Like my one of our friends had to be like, Oh yeah, I have to remember that Eliza's not a bitch in real life. <laughs> so I just get so into my character. <laughs> anyway, so so thank you all of you for coming on and sharing your thoughts about the Rexipods and helping us celebrate our, our one, one year, year anniversary with two other amazing podcasts that started last year. So with that said, that's going to be au revoir from me. Goodbye from me. And now you guys say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, bye. bye from me too. Bye. <laughs>